When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him, 317-849-2933. Finally, take control of your dental health. What are you doing? Again, 317-849-2933. How about the Butler Bulldogs last night, baby? If you stayed up long enough to see the end, you saw a hell of a basketball game and a terrific win. For the Bulldogs, 76-73 in overtime. Aaron Thompson with a layup to force the overtime. St. John's, they missed some threes late in the overtime. Uh, Bryce Enzi was terrific last night with 19-10. Butler improves their record in the Big East to 6-8. That puts them a game and a half out of fifth place. That is uh, held by UConn. This is a team that might be coming together at the right time, baby. Butler may still find a way to the NCAA tournament. We know that Purdue's going to get into the NCAAs. What about the Hoosiers? The Hoosiers' fate will, in large part, be determined tonight. I know they got seven games left in this season, but they got to win four of them. And if you look at their opponents, two of them, Michigan and Purdue, they have a tough time getting past. So you've really got to kind of take care of business, right, against those teams that you can beat. Northwestern, one of those teams. Northwestern, really not very good. They're six and ten this year. Or, uh, six and ten this year. Indiana, they are a four-point favorite on the road against a team they should beat. Does that scream? Please invest in the underdog. Of course it does. Indiana coming off that terrific win against Iowa, second win against Iowa in 18 days. Iowa, a top ten team. What did Indiana do last time they beat Iowa? They lost a game. They didn't show up for the next game. And all of a sudden, that win against Iowa was negated. This latest win against Iowa, you got to show up in Evanston, and you've got to take care of business. You've got to prove that the Iowa game was not a fluke, and you can't undo the good that was done by winning that game by losing to Northwestern. We'll see what happens tonight. 5.30. It's an early one. You're going to have to get off work. It's Wednesday night. Act like a kid. Wednesday night. Go to the sports bar, watch a game, show up at home at 8 o'clock, a little bit weary from the road, and say, honey, what are you going to do? I'm a guy. This is what guys do every once in a while. Not me, but (laughs) you live your life. I'll live mine. I'll live my life vicariously through you. How about that? Um, Notre Dame beat Duke last night. How about that? Uh, Duke, 8 and 9 this year, a losing record for the first time in like forever under Mike Krzyzewski. 
Uh, Notre Dame winners 93-89. Kentucky, they lost again last night to Arkansas. They lost 81-80. They are 5-13. How much fun is that? To know that the entire state of Kentucky is about to cave in on itself because of the Wildcats buffoonery this year, John Calipari. You know what? If you swap out your roster every damn year, you're going to have a tough time once in a while, right? Happens about every decade for Kentucky. They had that season where they lost that NIT game to Robert Morris, which was just historically beautiful. And uh, this year, I, they're not going to make the NIT. They're just not a very good basketball team. Maybe next year. Pacers tonight at uh, Brooklyn. That game, 8 o'clock on Fox Sports 1, or, or Fox Sports Indiana. The Pacers are going to be playing the Nets without Kevin Durant. Pacers, of course, are going to be without Karis LeVert. The, uh, the Nets sent LeVert to the Pacers in exchange. Kind of uh, uh, Victor Oladipo went out to Houston in that big four-way deal at the uh, trade deadline. I think, was it at the trade deadline? I don't know when the hell the trade was. I don't know when the trade deadline is. It couldn't have been at the trade deadline. That hadn't come yet. Anyway, four-way trade, big trade. <laughs> I don't know. It's early, really early. So, uh, but the Pacers going to be playing again without Levert. Yesterday, Justin Holiday spoke to the media yesterday, and he was so eloquent talking about Bill Baino and Bill Baino leaving the, uh, uh, the Pacers organization to take care of his mental health. Um, he was asked by Scott Agnes of Fieldhouse Files, hey, uh, how do you feel about Bill Baino's leaving? And uh, Justin Holliday said, I'm happy for him because he's, he's kind of getting it together, right? Trying to put it together. He was always positive. Holliday said, always positive in practice, even when things were at their worst, obviously, for Baino. He was always about the players. And that's the great thing about being a coach. If you're a coach and you're always about the players, you're never going to lose sight of what's important. Um, but Pacers tonight, Pacers 12 and 12, then uh, the Nets are 14 and 12. Everybody thought, oh, it's Durant. It's, you know, it, it, this is going to be, it's Harden coming in and, uh, and Kyrie Irving. It's going to be another set, uh, another big three. They're 14 and 12. Let's get over ourselves. Is Matt Ryan coming to the Colts? Carson Wentz coming to the Colts? Is Sam Darnold coming to the Colts? Who's coming to the Colts? We don't know. We don't know what deal Chris Ballard's going to do. And we don't know what, ba what Ballard's going to do because we don't know what Ryan Pace is going to do with the Bears. Once the Bears kind of get done with their business, then it's going to be up to the Colts because the Bears are going to get who they want. They're going to overpay. We've explained this for a couple of days. The Bears are going to dig too deep into their wallet. They're going to pay beyond Ballard's desire to pay for a starting quarterback. So the Bears are going to get their guy, and then the Colts are going to get their guy. That's the way it is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Pacers, uh, not healthy. When they get Warren back, we don't know when that's going to be. And we don't know when Levert's going to be back. They're going to be in better shape. Aaron Holiday not playing too terribly well right now. This offense hasn't really suited him. Playing off the ball isn't really what, what he's sort of built to do. So he's kind of going through fits and spurts trying to figure stuff out. We'll see what the Pacers are able to do tonight. The Colts, they finally put their uh, their coaching staff together. Not finally. They haven't had anything to do. Uh, no off-season workouts or anything like that. It takes a while to put together a staff. I mean, my God, the Super Bowl was just 72 hours ago. Not even. Uh, we know that Marcus Brady is the offensive coordinator. Press Taylor is going to be the senior offensive assistant. He has spent the last 
eight years with the Eagles. Uh, last three as the uh, the passing game coordinator and the quarterbacks coach. Last three as the quarterbacks coach last year as the uh, passing game coordinator. He comes here to fill a similar role. Uh, Scott Milanovic is going to be the quarterbacks coach. Uh, this should be uh, an, a, a terribly fascinating offseason for the Indianapolis Colts. While the Colts were 11-5 and five and really played well to be that, you, you got holes. You, you've got some free agents who are leaving, holes. If they do leave, you know, Rhodes leaving as a quarterback, that would be uh, quite a negative thing for the cornerbacks. You got T.Y. Hilton. Is he going to be back as an Indianapolis Colt wide receiver? If he doesn't, what are you going to do to fill that hole? Uh, you've got Anthony Costanzo, who's retired. You got to fill that hole. Do you slide Quentin Nelson out? Or do you go get a left tackle? And when you get left tackles, you've got to find out why that left tackle was not protected, not signed to a long-term deal by the team that had him. Anytime you sign a free agent, job one is to figure out why he's a free agent. Why the team that he's leaving left him. you got to figure that stuff out. Uh, but you do have, obviously, the whole quarterback that we're all talking about day after day after day. Is it going to be Wentz? Is it going to be Ryan? Uh, are they going to trade up? in the draft. Uh, do they feel good enough about a guy like Mac Jones to maybe take him at 21st if he falls that low? You're not going to wait till 21 to fill that hole. You're just not going to do it. Is Jacob Eason a guy that they really have uh, projected at this point a year or two down the road being capable of being the starting quarterback? Interesting question. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't have the foot ability, doesn't have the running ability, of some of the other guys, very accurate thrower. He had a great offensive line at Bama. He also had great weapons at Alabama. We'll see what the uh, what the Colts choose to do. But Matt Ryan is kind of an improvement, uh, a, a better version of Phillip Rivers. He moves better. He is as accurate. He's better with the deep ball, got a stronger arm. Um, he, he's a couple of years younger than Rivers was when the Colts acquired him. We'll see what the Colts do. Matt Ryan's cap number is onerous, man. It's $41 million, but the cash that the Colts would have to pay him, not there. So maybe something can be worked out. We'll see. Uh, the Falcons, they have not said that they're bringing Ryan back, and they have not been. Arthur Blank has not been outspoken in, in you know saying that Matt Ryan is our guy moving forward. If they can get something back for Matt Ryan and get that contract off their books while they're rebuilding. They're 4-12. and They were 4-12 and last year. Matt Ryan might be a guy that the Colts could get without overpaying, depending upon the appetite of the Chicago Bears. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Jeff Pidgeon. Pidgeon's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Billy Donlin, the great Billy Donlin, celebrating a birthday. Eugene Smith, Patricia Hibbard, Rudy Kaiser, Dennis John Bailey, DJB, radio icon, celebrating a birthday. How is this? Jeff Pigeon, morning guy at WIBC, Dennis John Bailey, for a time, the afternoon guy at WKLR working right down the hall from each other. DJB, the Pigeon, sharing a birthday. Jason Minnix, happy birthday. Uh, Rick Saratella, happy birthday. Michael J. Nelson and Pamela Riley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Inside Indiana Sports Now, if it happens, we're talking about it.
Can't wait. Maybe we'll talk to Matt Painter. We'll see.